Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. What's up, Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. On today's show, we're going to recap Florida's loss at Missouri. We'll hear some comments from Florida coach Mike White. We'll also recap the former Gators who were in action over the weekend for the NFL playoffs, and we'll touch on some recruiting notes at the end of the show. But let's start this with what was a terrible trip for the Gators to Columbia as they fall 91-75 to to Missouri. They trailed the entire game and never had a shot against the Tigers, who were without their top big man, Jeremiah Tillman. And you thought with the six foot 10 260-pounder out of the lineup that it would be an opportunity for Kerry Blackshear Jr. and these Gators to get a big road win. Kerry Blackshear still was able to go out and have a big game. But it was not enough as Missouri lit it up from the floor, especially from beyond the arc. They shot 61.5% in this game, including 12 for 19 from the three-point line. And this is not a team that shoots or scores the ball well. They came into the game averaging just 66.7 points per game and shooting 42.6% from the floor. So this was not what we typically see from the Tigers. And it's not the type of defense that we typically see from Florida. They pride themselves on what they're able to do on the defensive end. But they had no answers for Missouri on Saturday. Mark Smith led the way with 22 points. Javon Pickett had 14 And Missouri had two more guys in double figures as it was really a team effort. A lot of guys got involved on the scoring as Missouri went on several runs throughout this game. At one point, they led by 18 points in the first half and then the lead got up to 20 plus in the second half, including that 21 point mark that we saw the Gators rally back from against Alabama. There was no way that that was happening in Mizzou Arena. There were two stretches in the first and second half where the Missouri Tigers made six straight shots against the Gators, and they were really lighting it up in the first half. In SEC play, they had averaged just 59 points in their first two games. They had 51 points at halftime against the Gators on 18 of 30 shooting, including 8 of 11 from downtown. And that lights out shooting continued in the second half, not quite as hot as they were to start the game. But Florida never had a shot to make this game competitive. Even though they had one of their better three-point shooting nights this season, they shot 44% from three-point range, 10 of 23 on the night. Noah Locke once again lighting it up from beyond the arc. He hit four three-pointers in this game, matching his season high. And it's his 12th straight game where he's made multiple three-pointers. So one of the bright spots for Florida in Columbia, Kerry Blackshear once again finishes in double figures, 22 points, 10 of 11 from the free throw line and this is his sixth 20 point game of the season fourth and the last five games freshman forward scotty lewis also finished in double figures with 11 points including eight for eight from the free throw line but the guy who's been leading the charge for the gators so far in sec play did not show up on saturday and that was sophomore point guard andrew nemhard he had a tough night against the tigers 
after having back-to-back games with 20-plus points. He finishes with just eight points against Mizzou, two for six shooting. He had four assists, but also four turnovers in 30 minutes played. He really struggled to get it going against Missouri's guards. And frankly, he and the rest of his teammates just could not keep up with what Missouri was doing on the offensive end. So now the Gators lose their first SEC game of the season. They drop to 10-5 and on the year, and they will be back in action on Tuesday at 7 p.m. against Ole Miss. That game will be on ESPN2 in the O-Dome, and Mike White will have to wait another game to get his 100th career win with the Gators. Might be fitting that it comes against Ole Miss, but Florida really wanted to go out and get a win on Saturday. They had a golden opportunity with Mizzou's big man out to start SEC play undefeated and really grab a lot of momentum after what was an up-and-down start to the season. And I think for a lot of fans that watched the Gators play these last couple games, maybe felt like they had turned a corner and started to figure out some answers with their new lineup and all these new pieces that they've had on their roster. But once again, a step back in the wrong direction. And now everybody's kind of left scratching their head and puzzled about where this team is at and what the real issues are for why they can't find consistency in their performance. We all know that the offense has been a work in progress throughout the year, but now the Gators have had a lapse in their defensive performance as well. And it all points back to Florida coach Mike White, who is certainly facing a lot of heat right now because there were so many expectations for his team coming into this season. Mike White met with the media on Monday to recap Saturday's loss and what went wrong with his Gators. After they had a defensive performance at Missouri, that was the worst that Mike White has seen since he's been a head coach. It's the worst we've been in a month. It was the first shoot around that, um, um, as a staff, we, we got really agitated with our focus level and effort, discipline. Um, we, yeah, I mean, had, we had to stop shoot around and address our guys um, about what we were in for if we didn't um, make a 180. And that's what happened. That's what happened. And I don't want to take anything away from Missouri. Um, I'm sure they had a better shoot around than we did. They had a better first few possessions of the game. And, and it, uh, you know, it, it, it turned into a, uh, a dominant performance by them for 40 minutes. They just, they beat us in, in every category. I didn't feel good about it coming into the game. But sometimes you're wrong with that. Some, occasionally you can have an outlier and, and have a couple of poor practices and, a subpar shoot around and, and still play well and and win the game and vice versa. You know, I've been a part of unbelievable shoot arounds where I feel like our juices are flowing and then we get out to a rough start and it and, and you lose a game. I mean it just it's that's basketball. Uh, it's probably um, it's probably situational in, in, in all sports like that. Um, but generally speaking, if you uh, prepare well, you have a better chance of playing well. And we didn't give ourselves a great chance at Missouri. Obviously, we've talked at length this season about all the new pieces that this Florida basketball team has, especially the youth on this roster, including all the freshmen on this team. And with every loss that mounts for this group of Gators, the youth card is something that's always brought up. But how much longer can that still be used as an excuse for this team? Mike White was asked that on Monday. Next year, year after that, I... I mean, we're, we're always going to be young and, and getting younger. You know, with, with Bassett not playing and Gak now not with us, um, 
we're incredibly young. But I mean, it, it, I, we don't talk to our guys about that. Right. The, the refs don't give you three extra points because we're younger than the other team, you know, or say, hey, let's start the game over because you guys weren't prepared very well. And, 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 and we didn't handle success very well getting off to a 2 0 start. And um, just got to grow up. That's it. Just got to grow up. And it's not, you know, Missouri didn't beat us. Uh, Missouri beat us because they were the better team that night, hands down. And they're, um, they played really well. They prepared well. And I think, um, I think, I think Drew Smith's got to be one of the more underrated guys in our league. He, he was fantastic against us. Uh, really good player. They play so hard. They defend at such a high level. Um, our, our freshmen are freshmen, obviously, and they've got to continue to grow. But um, our four vets, you know, uh, KJ and, and, um, and our three sophomores, I, we've got to, we, we got to, those guys got to play better as well. We, we've all got to be better than that, just period. I, I, don't, I don't know who played a good game. I, I don't think we had anyone that had a good game. Certainly part of the problem with Florida's inconsistency has been their energy and focus level that they bring each and every time they step out on the floor. On some nights, the Gators come out with the energy and jump out on opponents, playing really hard defense and getting after it. And then you have nights like they had at Missouri on Saturday. Mike White was asked to break down those issues with the Gators and what he does when he sees that his players don't have that edge. I just go with those two, energy and focus level. So it uh, you've got to be in a stance uh, off of the ball, and we knew what was coming in terms of actions. Uh, uh, we, we knew that Smith was going to come off staggers uh, throughout the game. They do a great job of sprinting to screen. Smith is sprinting off of screens. He's one of the best shooters in our league. And our best defender, their first, uh, their first field goal make, just too much separate. We were beat. He starts running, and we start running two seconds later. Boom, 3 nothing. Uh out of character, and that's and he's our best defender. Um, make shooters bounce it. And you get there, and you kind of well, maybe this is enough. Well, we made them bounce it in the last game. Uh, we didn't make them bounce it in in, in this game. Um, sprinting back in transition with energy, uh, cupping of the basketball. Uh, too many times, Drew Smith is getting downhill. Well, we got a couple guys just buddy running, you know, running next to their guys because that. Well, I'm guarding this guy, so I can I can jog a little bit here. No, that's that's not how you win at this level in this league. Um, you don't have a man in transition, uh, and then going to focus. It just um, when when you go through your routine in shoot around, and uh, whether it be a defensive responsibility or a baseline out of bounds offensive action or a sideline out of bounds defensive action, and you got five guys chirping and challenging each other and on the same page, and you're executing what we are supposed to execute at a high level, you give yourself a better chance for that to carry over when the ball's tipped. And uh, in Columbia, Missouri, uh, in shoot around, we, we butchered half the stuff that, that we've been doing. I mean, we, uh, we were executing offense and defense better three weeks ago um, in, in shoot around. And um, you, you hope you don't see that again, but you know what? I mean, it's, it's a grind and it's a, it's a long season. All these games are hard. And um, again, I'm, we could have had a great shoot around and Missouri could have beat us 15 points. I, you know, it, it, it's not uh, an exact science, of course, but uh, our leading into Ole Miss, obviously, um, and that's where we are now. I really hadn't thought about Missouri, you know, for about 24 hours now, but uh, we just, 
to give ourselves a better chance, we've got to be more sharp. Our folks got to be better. Our, our um, competitive spirit, I mean, the whole deal. Uh, got to go out there and, and want to swing for the fences. We, we didn't give Missouri a game. And now the Gators try to turn the page and move forward with their matchup against Ole Miss. Defense is something the Gators have been able to hang their hat on. And Mike White hopes the performance at Missouri will be an outlier for this team moving forward. He talked about the challenge that his team is going to face on Tuesday night in the O-Dome against Ole Miss. Uh, Brian Tyree is just uh, fantastic. Um, what a career he's had uh, on the ball, off the ball. Um, He's great in the open floor. They, they run great stuff for him. Uh, Kermit and, you know, and his staff, they run some intricate uh, offensive stuff, really space the floor well. Uh, they, they, they counter what they're doing really well. They keep you off balance. They keep your defense off balance. And the focus level, we talked about it, uh, against these guys has, has to be on point or they'll pick you apart. Um, I think he and Schuler. Um, represent one of the better open floor backcourts in our league for sure. Uh, really good team speed and quickness. Uh, Kermit changes defenses a lot, you know, and has, a, has uh, it's very productive for him and his program, both at Ole Miss and at middle. Um, it's gonna be a high level SEC game. Uh, hopefully we play well and, and, and have a shot. Before we get out of here, I want to touch on a few notes on some former Gators, some brand new Gators, and some possible future Gators for this Florida football program. With the results of the NFL playoffs over the weekend, UF is guaranteed to have a former player in the Super Bowl for the 18th straight season when the game kicks off in Miami on February 2nd. Former Gators wide receiver Demarcus Robinson started his second career playoff game and made a catch for four yards to help Kansas City come back from a deficit and beat the Houston Texans. He's now caught six passes for 88 yards and a touchdown in his five playoff appearances. On the other side, Vernon Hargraves III, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneer who now plays for the Texans, made his second consecutive start in their defensive backfield. He made three solo tackles in the game and a pass breakup. And then over in the NFC, former Gator safety Marcel Harris in action with the San Francisco 49ers as they got a win over the Minnesota Vikings to advance to the championship game. Former defensive lineman Joey Ivey plays for the Tennessee Titans and they got a big upset win over the number one seeded Baltimore Ravens. And now you have Ivey and the Titans facing off against Robinson and the Chiefs on Sunday in the AFC Championship game at 3.05 p.m. And then Marcel Harris and the San Francisco 49ers will take on the Green Bay Packers at 6.40 p.m. And like I said, a former Gator will be guaranteed to play in the Super Bowl. There have been 55 former Gators who've made 72 Super Bowl appearances with a Gator on the winning team 21 times, including last season when former Gators Trent Brown and Duke Dawson Jr. won Super Bowl rings with the New England Patriots. And as we look back on some former Gators, we look ahead to some future Gators as Florida welcomed 12 members from its 2020 class to campus this past week for early enrollment. The guys who made their way to UF and are now in enrolled in classes are quarterback Anthony Richardson, running back Lorenzo Lingard, wide receiver Jordan Pouncey, offensive lineman Josh Braun, Richie Leonard, and Isaiah Walker, defensive tackle Lamar Goods, linebacker slash Buck Antoine Powell, and then defensive backs Ethan Pouncey, Jahari Rogers, Rashad Torrance II, 
and punter Jeremy Crawshaw out of Australia. The Gators also added three walk-ons to their roster who will participate in spring practice. And another guy who will be making his way to campus soon is former Penn State wide receiver Justin Shorter. He's already made one trip to UF and now he's scheduled to come back for his official visit on January 24th. And if the Gators are able to land him, it would be another huge get for Dan Mullen and his staff from the transfer portal. And that'll do it for the latest edition of Locked On Gators. On today's show, we recap Florida's loss at Missouri. We brought you some comments from Florida coach Mike White, as well as a few notes on some former Gators and some brand new Gators for this Florida football team. On tomorrow's show, we'll break down Tuesday night's matchup between the Gators and Rebels. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked On Gators, your team every day.